Hola. And hello. Welcome to Pretty Sure Never Clueless, where we chat about life's ups and downs from California to the streets of Madrid and London. Tune in for our weekly ponderings. Well, hello, Ali. Hello, Jordan. Welcome back. It's been two long, busy weeks since we last recorded. And do you know what episode number this is? Um, I think it is our magic number 10, if you can believe it. Exciting. We made it. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop is such a weird, <laughs> weird thing to say. We can get back into that later. Keep a, a little tab on that word and we're going to come back to that. Just bookmarked it. Perfect. But yeah, 10 episodes we've recorded pretty wild like did we think we were gonna make it this far i don't know did you sometimes i didn't even think we would make it to episode one (laughs) so that couldn't have been a very long thought because i feel like we recorded pretty quickly after our initial idea no yeah actually you're right we did actually i think it was like what like a week or something or a week yeah yeah like oh let's do a podcast like about what and we formulated the idea and took off yeah quickest turnaround ever i feel like for us honestly i feel like that's better though because if you wait too long to think about it it just kind of fades out so. yeah i mean you know it's kind of like our 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 social media that's faded out into the depths it's not gonna fade out it's not. <laughs> into the Guys, depths of non-existence if you're listening to this i hope by the time you're listening to this there's social i feel like we say that every week but wait but anyone is listening to this right now and you're thinking about starting a podcast i just say don't overthink it and just start going because it's easier than you think once you get started. Yeah, it's actually really easy besides what happens after. It's a lengthy process, but the actual recording, like the actual concept of it is easy. You get to talk to your best friend. Oh, that's hard. <laughs> you know? Ooh, this was all, oh my God. Pulling teeth. So you guys can do it. Maybe we could talk about actually before we get into our week. What have been your like top three, could be top three takeaways, could be like top three favorite moments, things that have surprised you just about since we've started. Since we started the podcast? About the podcast, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cute. I like that. Okay, I think I have three thoughts related to it. So first would be how much fun it is, obviously. It's fun just coming up with concepts each week and recording and just going for it. The whole process is more fun than I thought it would be Two, how much work it is obviously there was a lot of things we didn't know obviously it's not like that tedious yet but there are like things that are like more tedious than I thought and more admin work just like well of course all the socials which we have not got to (laughs) yeah the concept of a brand making it cohesive obviously I think a little bit of not compromise that sounds like a negative word I think but like when you're working with someone else it's not like oh this idea that I think is sick and then you tell it to someone else like oh okay that's okay dang I thought that was sick in my head and then and then obviously it's not what someone else thought about. It's like obviously in this case you. So working with someone else, it's like, yeah, you have to bounce ideas off of someone else. So it's not as fast as you would think in that sense. Because, yeah, you have to come to like an agreement with someone else. Sure. Okay. And then also how little of a, of a deal it is in the sense of like, it's not that deep. Like just record a podcast. You know what I mean? Just like, it's not that deep. We're out there now into the into the Mm. metaverse or whatever (laughs) you want to call the internet now but we're out there it's there and who cares you know yeah before i was like oh my god it just no that's so embarrassing or oh that's so cringe or oh that's gonna be so hard like i can't but now i'm like okay it doesn't really even matter we're here we're doing it and it's fun and i don't care yeah what about you i'll start with my first one which is kind of like the it's piggybacking off of your last one which is since starting it i actually didn't realize 
how much I didn't share with people. And so the thought of like... In what sense? Because we talked about how like on my Instagram, I don't really share a lot of my personal life in reality. Like I kind of selectively choose. Oh. I said to you that I would wait till our seventh episode to post on my Instagram, which will be... At the current time in the world where we're recording this, number six has gone up this week. So seventh is next week. And I'm a little bit like apprehensive. Just the thought of like what can come. We're obviously not celebrities. (laughs) So like we're not going to get like a lot of slack at the moment. But yeah, obviously when you, as you said, like when you get it out there into the world, it's out there now. And so whatever we say whatever we think yeah anything we explore like potentially could be faced with criticism so i'm a little nervous and actually i i just didn't realize i, I didn't think about it till we kind of got deep in okay but has someone said something to you now that you say that or no 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 but but there was something in one of the in the podcast episodes that i edited out because i was just oh. like oh someone could like misconstrue this okay and so i took it out but just those moments where you think when you speak to your friend, no, it's between you and your friend and you're just like, whatever it is, if whether you're joking or you say something, yeah. you know the context. Um, and so I just thought, oh, wow, like it, it's out there now. And once I post about the podcast and people from my channel start to see then like, listen, oh, it just opens it up. So I, I just realized, well, I didn't really think about that. Yeah. Okay. This, I want to say something about this later on because this kind of ties into something I'm going to talk about later. Okay. But yeah, that's so interesting how you say that. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, we're not celebrities, but I think about that too. Well, yeah, because the more that we kind of push and try to, you know, have our show heard to more people, the more likelihood just the internet does what it does, which is like people either like it or don't like it and have something to say. So yeah, I think it's just about like, yeah, ooh, you know, before like my Instagram, no one really, I don't know, on my Instagram, I don't get, I don't get a lot of bad comments. I don't know if it's just because I'm not super frequent or I don't really post anything. What do you mean bad comments? But it's like your friends that are following you. No, I have like 2,000 something followers, so I don't have that many friends. Yeah, I know, but still. You don't have that many friends. So friends. <laughs> it's true, though. I don't have 2,000 plus are not my friends. Okay. But I'm just saying like a lot of people still like even small accounts, they'll get mean things on their pages. Yeah, I guess. You know, and so I haven't really had to deal with that ever of like being like, oh, you're ugly or like <laughs> hate that fucking outfit, you know? Yeah, but I feel like your your account, since it's small, like 2,000, but still a very small amount for Instagram world, you know? It is. I feel like that's still very intimate that, I mean, I'm not saying it couldn't happen, but I feel like when it's that intimate, people are not as like haters. And especially since like Instagram is very visible, not like TikTok where everyone's anonymous on TikTok and there's way more hate because people are like behind a wall and their friends don't see those comments, but on True. Insta it is. Yeah, so that was one. And then um, the other two I would say are, I think I really loved getting the feedback from friends and family and just kind of when we first shared it out to our private circle, because obviously we haven't actually shared it out to anyone. So anybody who's listening, either you're finding us organically or you somehow know us or a friend of a friend. So, so yeah, so I guess it's just been cool to get feedback or for people to say like they feel like some of the funny weird stories that we've told they feel like they've learned something or they've laughed or they've taken action from something that we've talked about and I think that's really cool that's cute I thought yeah I love I love that so far same um and then third thing is I think now that we've started we have obviously from episode one we didn't even have our name yeah to a couple episodes and we had our name to 
couple more episodes in and we're kind of identifying how we want to build our brand, how we want to build our community, how we want to, you know, market ourselves. And I think that's been super fun that I hadn't anticipated when we started this. Like I genuinely was just like, why not try this thing? Let's just do it for fun. Yeah. And I see a lot of legs for just how people can relate to us. See, I think that's just been really fun to kind of be working on that and feel like we're like on in the very beginnings of something really cool. We are. Cute. Well, so I think that that's a nice little reflection on our first, I was about to say 10 years. <laughs> Feels like it sometimes. I feel you. To be honest, I, I just watched, I just binged watched all of the newest season of uh, Selling Sunset. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it's good. So I just, I think it just came out. And on one of the episodes, they, they're celebrating their 10 years of opening their first office. And they've got this whole new huge office that they started to renovate in L.A., and I was just thinking, like, what was cool was they were going back to what the first office looked like and how they had nothing and how, you know, the two twins, like, they were living in some guest house and they had no money and, like, all these things. And I just thought, wow, like, that's so cool what you can build in 10 years. And so I was just reflecting on maybe that 10 number as our 10th episode. It's like, who knows when we'll have our, I don't know, 100th episode and where we'll be. So it's exciting. You know, I love that. But yeah, so let's let's get into the week. Um, why, why don't you tell me just kind of what you've been up to since we last spoke? Honestly, not that much. I feel like now I'm starting end of year things. Like I feel like preparations for the end of the year, like at work in my friend group, everyone's like, okay, well, we got to cram in all of these events and and things before everyone goes home for the holidays. It's already here, you know, so it's kind of like, I don't want to say anxiety, but kind of like an anxiety stress of like, okay, yeah, well, this year is already coming to an end, even though we have two months left. That's funny because I actually wanted, that makes me think it's just why is it that we, like I'm in the literal same phase, which I think everyone is, but why is it that like once November hits, it just feels like it is the end of the year and basically like the rest of the month is, the, the rest of it's not like the rest of the year is a write-off, but it almost feels like... It gives that same feeling. Yeah, it's like... it's like It does. It feels like those weird five days between Christmas and New Year's where you're kind of like... I love that time What do we do? That's my favorite. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's like... Actually, that's my... That's, that's so funny. That's my least favorite time of year. It feels so weird. Really? Yeah. I mean, yes, it does feel super weird, but I still love it. I don't know because I feel like I have no responsibilities and I'm just out here like literally just vibing and I'm like I don't know what day of the week it is I'm just here with my family and I don't know I just feel zero pressure we're just chilling and I love that yeah because everyone in the whole world is chilling and I'm like this is one time no one has pressure for anything no one's texted anyone to ask about work or like quote-unquote meaningless things yeah I agree also just a note for us that I feel like one of our quotes needs to be quote-unquote because I swear every freaking episode is you quote-unquoting and I'm like I feel like we need like the quote-unquote <laughs> I love it like you could just say it but hey let's quote-unquote it girl I quote-unquote because I need to have you never know who's gonna come back and say hey you said that thing I'm gonna say hey it was quote-unquoted <laughs> I didn't really say that okay I can't be held responsible it was a quote-unquote so, if it was a quote-unquote yeah. that is off the record basically I'm writing that down that is hilarious yeah so yeah so I just feel in that state of mind and then that goes alongside with my birthday this time of year I I always feel really nostalgic a kind of pressure of it's the end of a year for me because of, of course it's my birthday so it's another the a wrap for me personally yeah and so I just get really pensive reflective about the year are you excited for your birthday it's coming up in two weeks I'm not not excited I just feel like I have to plan something so I feel a little pressure and kind of like oh why one of my friends 
she just, I don't even know how old she is now, maybe 33. Um, and I just went to her, we just went to dinner the other day and she was like, you know, it's really nice. I didn't even plan anything. I didn't really even think about it. Like my roommate planned a little um, like massage day for me. So we we did that. And then she was like, and then I just was like, I'm going to have dinner with Jordan. And it was like, it was nice to be not stressing about like, oh, I have to like invite all these people or do this stuff. It was just like, I just enjoyed my day how I wanted it. I had a nice dinner. I did this. And I was like, that's kind of nice. Yeah. But I feel like I don't feel that because everyone's asking me, what are you doing for birthday? What are you doing for birthday? What are we doing? Oh, so what should I do? Should I block off? Blah, blah, blah. So everyone like expects me to do something. Uh, okay. And I'm like, oh, like, are you celebrating on your actual birthday? You know, you know what I mean? So I'm just like, uh, do you want to though? Are you gonna? Yeah, I want to do something. I just need to figure out what it is exactly. Like I have a lot of expectations, like a lot of ideas in my head, but I don't know which one I'll be able to make happen. And you know, every year I cry on my birthday. So that's also a thing. I just feel like, is it like happy cry, sad cry? What kind of cry? It's all, all of the above, honestly. Happy, sad, I don't know. I just, I just, I cry every year on my birthday. I can picture one birthday. I think I was turning eight and I remember I went upstairs and cried. <laughs> and that was the first time my mom oh. told me about that song that it's my party, I can cry as I want to. Oh, this is my theme song for my birthday for life, I guess. That's, that's really sweet. That means you're very, that's like, that's like what a sensitive quality that actually, I'm like surprised. That's very sweet. You know I'm sensitive, so all. I know, but like, that's like very sensitive. I think that's very cute. Thanks, girl. So how are you? How's your two weeks been? Well, I feel like I had a completely opposite, so like more, much more eventful kind of two weeks. But yes. basically since we recorded, I I went to Dubai for work. So I had another event there and I was able to go a couple of days early and got a hotel on the Palm, if anybody knows Dubai. The Palm is like this man-made island piece oh. connected that looks literally like the Palm. Yeah. A lot of five-star hotels and all the like Atlantis and the the water parks and the beaches and like lots of really just cool restaurants and hotels and things like that. So I stayed for one night on the Palm and just had a really nice relaxing two days on the beach, going swimming, having dinner. Um, and then I had a just a busy week at an event basically for a couple of days. And it was really good. It was a successful event. I did a lot of interviews, but I also had some really amazing dinners. Like I went to this one Michelin star Indian restaurant that ha- it was just incredible. And the experience, I feel like any Michelin star has to have some sort of like pizzazz show showmanship kind of quality to it. So it was definitely that like certain dishes they'd come to the side of the table and be like making and throwing stuff in and like Yum. revealing stuff and giving us free bite-sized pieces to like try and cleanse our palate. So it was really cool. It was an amazing meal. Did some shopping, went to the Dubai Mall, which is really incredible. It's just like the biggest mall ever I've ever seen. Yeah. Aquariums outside. They have these beautiful kind of like Vegas with those um the fountains and music and like light shows and all this different stuff such a crazy place that was really cool and then I came back I was so I was there for about a week came back and I've basically been sick (laughs) since yeah yeah your voice still sounds like a bit sick so yeah that's basically me I'm kind of in the place where you are now where it's like okay it's November fuck yeah (laughs) it's about to be the end of the year I'm going home in a month and a half I know you are as well Yep. So it's like, it just feels like everything's going to be speeding by. I can't believe it's another year. I wanted to touch on one of the topics that you mentioned earlier. Okay. You were talking about like being misconstrued or misinterpreted. Yeah. Obviously, Taylor Swift's 
album came out since we last recorded. I know you're not a big Swifty, but this was like my favorite album of hers. And so I was excited to hear the re-record to see just like whatever tracks that she was going to come out with. Oh, so it's not it's not new new. No, she re- she's re-recording. You know, the whole thing was like Scooter Braun. So she's re-recording all yeah. of her albums. And then she adds songs that she says are from the vaults. Okay. And so, of course, now everyone is going back to that time period in her life, which was I think this album was like 2012 or 2000 whatever. And of course, interpreting all the lyrics <laughs> and trying to figure out what it was about of her life back then. And so this album was like when she was dating Harry Styles. Oh. So they're like, oh, this song is related to Harry Styles, this. And they're just reading into all the, the lyrics and just putting things together and then putting it together with his songs. So I'm just like, this is just so crazy. And I'm just like, how does she have it in her to just put everything out there? That's very ballsy. Like, like her or not, everyone knows this is about her life. Of course, people are in all of their arts are inspired by things they've lived or like seen you know what i mean yeah that's what i was gonna say i could never be her i'm like these lyrics are like diary entries if you like really think about just song lyrics in general they just read a lot of things read like a diary entry of you know this thing hurt hurt me and so i'm just like you could not pay me to read a diary entry out loud to people (laughs) about my life i don't care what it was from yeah i mean well like so like you said that's like that's artists first off any musician most of the time it's like a period of time in their life whether that's like in a dark space or happy or love yeah love it's funny because i years ago when i first kind of started listening to podcasts really became obsessed with this one podcast where people read their journal entries from when they were younger oh my god it's fucking funny and they actually do stage shows they like go around and people go on stage and they like read and laugh and like it's just hilarious how dramatic we are. But I would love to get on this. And I love reading my journals. I think especially once it's like one, two years away from me, I will happily read it to anyone. I will laugh at myself. I think it's it's the funniest thing. Yeah, that is so funny. I mean, obviously, at the end of the day, everyone connects with vulnerability. And that's essentially what it is. You're reading things that happen to you and you connect with what I mean, everyone loves to see that everyone else is going through the same thing they're going through. Yeah. Whether that be like heartbreak or whatever. Usually people love to see other people that have gone through heartbreak and made it through it. Oh, yeah. Wait, this is going to bug me. Hold on. It's called... Oh, more. it's called Mortified, the podcast. Um, if, you, if anyone's interested. That's how I would feel if I read it, my diary out loud. Maybe we should do that. We can do that episode 20. Read a really embarrassing diary entry from like... Oh, my God. I would do it today. I have like fucking funny stuff. Okay. I feel like we should... We'll go, episode 20 coming back to this and reading i'll write it down okay why don't we oh, why don't we do an episode when we're home because we can then have our journals from like when we were younger i have a ton oof i don't know if mine are home i don't even know where my diaries are from when i was a kid you gotta find it i know i had one it had a, a picture of an actual white cat on it it was all pink and then a picture of a cat that was my first oh. diary i wonder where that is yeah you need to locate it that's your task okay that kind of thing i could read out loud that i have no problem that's what i mean it's funny yeah but yes i'm just impressed by people who can be so vulnerable but that's like how you find the best art in this world is people who can put their stuff out there yeah she made a whole career off of it and she is one of the most successful people on the planet right now she really is i don't love her but hey someone does and it's as as we talked about like there's a million podcasts for a million people and there's a million um artists for for whoever likes her, which is not me. <laughs> this week, I was also listening to Justin Bieber. There's a song that was never released on an album, but it's called Pick Me. Do you know it? No. It was like, 
you should pick me. Da, 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 da. Oh, I think so, yeah. So it's not on an album. It is nowhere. You can only find it on YouTube. Like someone illegally uploaded it, probably. Okay. I was listening to it and I was like, oh, he sounds like a baby. And he says the word swagger. And he's like, you should pick me because I'm the one who got swagger or whatever the lyric is. Yeah. And I'm just like, that is so early 2000s. Like we would never say the word swagger anymore. It was not early 2000s. When was that? That was like mid 2000s. Okay, whatever. Whatever, Justin Bieber. When is he? 2005, 2000s. 2010s. Okay, that's still earlier than right now. Regardless, we don't say that word anymore. No one is saying the word swag. You've got swag. Like it just sounds outdated now already. Swag bags exist. (laughs) Okay, swag bags. But that's talking about like a thing with items in it. Not like, oh, he's got swag. I would never be like, oh, that guy's got swag. Like that just sounds so crude. I love old funny words. Like I used to say... um, well, I kind of still, I like I'm hanging on. I'm not, I'm not letting go of some stuff. One to one that I say, and I say yeah, it semi-ironically, but not because I love it at the same time. Yeah, what do you say? That's bomb.com. I just love it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. this is bomb.com. Like, I know it's like slightly ironic, but I love it. So I still say it. I say, oh, that's bomb. Or that's dope. Is dope outdated? I feel like people, still, maybe we should do a poll. I think it's, uh, yeah. It might be, well, you just might be freaking millennials. I think we're just like millennials. I think it oh is. Because I, I haven't let it go. I'm strongholding it. Remember like in the dance world when people would say like, oh, that is stupid. Or like dumb. For something that's good. Yeah, like that is dumb. Like, but like, I feel like people don't say that either for like a positive thing. Like that is stupid. Like that move was stupid. Yeah, because we have like the word police. Well, I mean, that's always been around. Yeah, but it's getting worse, uh we said dumb it would be like you can't say dumb anymore get stupid or like that's retarded yeah which also is like politically incorrect let's get retarded yeah did they yeah that song came out the first the first version was that and then they had to re-record it that's why it turned into let's get it started what are the lyrics let's get it started and huh yeah oh my god that's why they had to re-record it because they're like that's like insensitive which okay fine i understand Ali, thank you so much for saying that, though, because I'm so glad that this wasn't a moment where I misheard the lyrics and rewrote my own. Thank God that that truly was retarded and not it started. Yeah, like you really <laughs> are infamous for mishearing lyrics, but that we were right. Woo! I feel I feel like accomplished now. Like I knew something. OK, about another word that I just thought of sketch and like sketchy like that. Oh, also, I still say that, though. Yeah, no? but that's but that's the word is not like. That's from the, like our our like to, our youth basically yeah from like the early like, ninety late nineties. I have a list for you. I'll read them for you if you want. I have it ready. Oh yeah, chillax. You need to chillax. Yeah. <laughs> I'm chillaxing. Chilling like a villain. Chillaxing. Chilling like a villain. Yes. I love those. So shizzle. Oh, for shizzle my nizzle. We still sometimes oh. occasionally say it to each other though, or like um, what's up, what's up, BZ? or like right. Beezy, yeah, Beezy. <laughs> Biatch also. Biatch, yeah. Biatch is also one that's like from, I guess, our era. Yeah. Oh, Peeps. Oh, my Peeps, hey, peeps. yeah. My peeps. What up, my Peeps? Yep. And rents for parents, like, oh, I'm at my rent house. Oh, yep. I never really used to say that, but I know people who say that. Yeah. And then saying that's sweet for like, that's cool is from our era as well. Or like, sweet, dude. Sweet, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's another one that's from like the 2010s. So it's still kind of our youth. It is our youth, woman. No, I know, I know. Uh, lit. Oh, that's lit. Yeah, litty. That's lit. 
Liddy, well, that's kind of new. I feel like Liddy is more new. That's so lit. Yeah. Uh, there's a girl that um, I met like the day one I got here to London mm-hmm. and she's from Australia and she always would say that's so lit. And that's the, and that's always how I could get into the Australian accent because I could just think of her going, I'm Kylie and I'm so lit. I'm so lit. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh, here's another one. Tops of the hand. I definitely said that. I feel like that was early 2000s for sure. Or like 90s, 2000s. Yeah. 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 Oh, it was. Yeah. 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 I was a child when I would say that. I remember when I would say whatever, my dad would be furious when I was, I would say that as like a nine year old. Did you say it with the hands? Like, what? Yeah, like whatever. Yeah. Whatever you did. No, I didn't do that, but I would just say whatever. And he's like, no, you can't respond like that. Like, that's disrespectful, basically. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he would not like it. He did not like it. What else? What other ones you got? Take a chill pill. I still say this. I think I even said it to you. Well, that's from our era. Did I not say that to you like yesterday in a voice note? <laughs> Where I Maybe. did. Probably. Oh, shiznit. Like that's the shiznit. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love it. Okay. Saying crib for house. Oh, my crib. Oh, like cribs. You guys want to come over to my crib? Yeah. I feel, I feel like I definitely, I use a lot of these and I feel like because we grew up in the dance world, we yeah. definitely use these even more so because the hip hop culture was like surrounded by what we were surrounded by. So we yeah. we loved to probably appropriate a little bit. Yeah. Oh, here's one that I loved. No duh. Oh, no duh. No, duh. Yeah. No duh. I love that. It's just saucy that I love it. I still use duh. Yeah, me too. Duh. Duh. I actually have a video of when I was like, I don't know, maybe six or something. It was a home video and my my mom was trying to show me like what something was. And I was like, uh, duh. <laughs> so even back in ladies. It sounds ugly. I know. I remember my, my grandparents would be like, that just doesn't sound like ladylike saying yeah. duh. They're like, just even like the way your mouth is. They're like, that's not ladylike. And I'm like, well, that's what we say nowadays. So I'm going to say it. It was, it was slang. Yeah. Like, honestly. They probably weren't wrong. So funny, though. I have a list of, like, some of its the Gen Z slang. Oh, God. I'm curious if any of them you say. Probably, honestly. Fam? Sometimes, but I don't... I feel like that's more of a boy one. Like, boys... Or, like, bro? <laughs> you know? No, I don't say that. I kind of sometimes say it, I think. But I do love when people say fam. I don't know. I think it's so funny. Like, it sounds cute. What's up, fam? What's up, fam? Yeah. I love it. Glow up? Yes, I definitely say that. Yeah. Stan? I don't say that. That's like very online, I feel like. You think so? Oh, do you, do you know what it means? Ask. Tell me if you know what it means. I'm questioning you right now. I have the definition. When you, I don't know the exact definition, but it's something about you want them to be in a relationship like you, uh, like, uh, right? When you. Nope. It. Oh. Wrong. I thought it's like when you were like rooting for them. No, that's like you ship someone. Oh. Like you're like shipping the relationship. Okay. No, it actually means it's a combination of stalker and fan. So if you stand someone, it oh. means you're obsessed, but not in a creepy way. I mean, essentially, it's the same vibe of like, oh, I like support this person. But yeah, it's different. This one I feel like is. Oh, wait, 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 though. Didn't Stan come from Stan Eminem? Someone told me this. You know the song Stan by Eminem? I don't know. How do you not know that song? That song's like epic. The, it's the one with. I don't know. I don't know lyrics. It's the one that starts with that. My tea's gone cold. I wonder why. Got right up. That song. Oh, yeah. And then how he goes into the rap and then he starts rapping and then he's talking. He gets like a letter from a fan who's like crazy. So soccer fan. Yes, exactly. Yeah, this makes sense. I'm pretty sure that someone said that it comes from that song about Stan. Eminem put Stan on the map. And then Gen Z took it over. I think that I'm. 
I mean, I don't know if that's actually true, but that's what someone told me. Okay. So, and I'm not going to lie, probably a Gen Zer made this because I feel like some of these might be like 90s, 2000s. Okay, go for it. But Dank, which I feel like Mm. in in the weed culture, Dank was... The word. The word yeah. in like 2010. Take that so, word. Yeah. I'm like, you guys. They can't take that word from us. We we were saying that back in the day. Yeah. Uh, bougie, which. But that's like the song Bad and Bougie. When did that song come out? Yeah, exactly. It's in. This is Gen Z. I guess Mig- Migos is kind of Gen Z though. So. Because she's bad and bougie. Um, Finna. <laughs> oh, I. But that's old. I would say that as a child. Really? Yeah. I'm Finna Go? No way. I mean. But I would write it. I wouldn't say it, but I would write it. Yeah. I don't think that's wow. Gen Z. You, wow. I'm shocked. I did not write that. Um, but it might be like culturally like a specific group that used that. And then now everyone's like using it, you know, it's become mainstream. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Um, cap. No cap. Yeah. I love that. My brother says that. My brother's Gen Z, obviously. And he says it. I love it. I think it's so funny. Yeah. So what do you think it means? It means lie. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. No cap. Oh, see, I'm not a Gen Zer. Look at this. Yeah, I, it's because my brother's one, so I get all that. He says fam. And you date young people, so they're probably Gen Zers too. Okay, I don't <laughs> date Gen Z. Shut up. <laughs> but do you know what's what's the eight? What do you think is the cusp of a Gen Z? I think Gen Z is like currently 26 years old. Yeah, and I feel like you've definitely gone there. No, I have not. Mm. The oldest Gen Z is 26. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's not my that's not my lower. I, I'm maybe a 27 year old, but not that young. What was the youngest you've ever dated? Probably like six years younger than me. So you're 32, 33, about to be 33. Okay, you basically dated a Gen Z or nearly. It's on. It's on the. It's a. It's a young millennial. Yeah, you you lucked out, but all right, fair enough. Sorry, girl. Um, high key, which I feel like low key high key is so R. That is so millennial. That's ours. Sorry. Sorry, Gen Z. But I think that we say low key more than they. We didn't say high key though. I did. I feel like I mixed it up depending on what it was because it's either low key or high key. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Uh, chuggy, which I've never heard this before. Oh yes, I love it. You've never heard chuggy? No. What the fuck does chuggy mean? Oh, that's like cringe, basically. Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, I've never heard. Who says this around you? It's like something that's not trendy. I mean, do you hang out with Gen Z? No, I'm just online. I'm on TikTok and that's very popular. I'm online. I'm online, girl. <laughs> I'm just online. I'm just online. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I've never heard that. They started calling millennials chuggy. It's like things that aren't trendy. <sighs> Rude. A little dicks. Screw you, Gen Z. Um, all right, simp. Yeah, okay. I love that though. What does it mean to you? It's like a, a guy who like does everything for his girlfriend, basically. For, for me, I would use it for a guy. It's like submissive person. Most people will say it's like a negative thing. Like guys will call other guys like, oh, he's a simp. Like he's simping. I'm pretty sure my ex has used that a few times. So I'm like, yeah, I didn't think it was a good thing. Like he's simping. It is a bad thing. Like he's not like manly enough, basically. Yeah, he's not manly. He's doing it like, but like most of I feel like this is my opinion. A guy who calls another guy a simp, it's because the guy one is just a bad person. And the guy, the simp is actually usually normally a normal normal behavior of just treating your woman right for me in my opinion most times yeah okay guys use it like way what they should they don't use it at the right time catch these hands have you heard that one I have, i've never heard that no it's like to start a fight oh okay i don't think it makes sense um drag so to drag oh, someone you want to drag yeah him? yeah okay yeah okay yeah i've heard that yeah you are in the tiktok little world yeah i, I, I you. okay i read this quote this is this is me whatever saying something 
Um, this is that it says. <laughs> Are you announcing you're about to speak? I was gonna. I was gonna do like a little preface, but I don't actually have a preface. So it says that if you're single, you have to work harder to stay relevant. And so I've been single. You've been in a relationship for the past four years, so you don't have to be up on all the trends. Oh yeah, interesting. And so I gotta know what's happening. Well, now I do. I'm fucking single as a mingle. So just follow the the millennial, the TikTok. The sorry, the Gen Zs. I don't want to be part of it though. You. You've never been part of it, really. Let's be real. I know it's true. Don't you think so? So it doesn't matter. You don't need to. So yeah, fuck it. I ran my own path, bitches. Because you're an Aries, you're a transitor. It is. That's true. I'm the top of the zodiac. So you're the first. Don't talk. Yeah. Well, it's the top or the first, however you want to look at it. No, it's not. Sideways. Nope. Nope. I'm less. I'm right. I'm up. I'm not down. Whatever. All right. Well, that was like that. Concludes our section of uh, old and new slang. I love it. Well, speaking of Gen Z, um, something I was thinking about. So, you know how a couple episodes ago I was I had basically set up all those social media and like phone um, like blocks so that like do not disturbs and stuff. Essentially, yes. I've like set the time limits, basically. And it's very weird. I have to tell you the behavior that has happened since I've done that. Mm -hmm. So the first couple of days went really well. And then ever since, I don't know when or why or how it happened, but eventually somehow they all got turned off. Like, I literally can't remember consciously doing it, but I must have gotten annoyed by something and just stopped it. I've gotten even worse. Like, I'm telling you, I did not normally scroll. I don't sit there and scroll. I am weirdly finding myself constantly on my phone. Like, like I can feel my pinky is getting like, it's like sometimes has cuts from me holding my phone literally like <laughs> with my pinky at the bottom oh my god i'm like i don't know what it is and i don't like it because i can sense even more disconnect and even more like um anxious feeling yeah when i basically first started this and i had put the blocks on i was just going through my breakup i was like throwing myself out there i was like seeing my friends hanging out doing a lot of activities really mindfully like trying to focus on myself you know be in nature and I since I swear since I put an emphasis on focusing on it I've actually probably doubled quadrupled the time that I'm now just laying there unfocused and unscrolling and I'm, it's pissing me off so what are you gonna do to fix it are you gonna put them back on I don't know I feel like it made it worse so I don't know I don't know what your thoughts are if you have advice I feel like it's got to be cold turkey. I feel like that's like with most things, like you just got to go for it. People start diets. It's like, okay, tomorrow I start and I'm starting. Like, you're not like, well, I think I'm just going to like, you know what I mean? It's just like, go for it. Smoking, just go for it. Like everything. I feel like it's like, okay. Yeah. Doing it. And it's happening. I feel like as well, at the same time that that happened, I was like not talking to my ex a lot. And so I was trying to not look at my phone. Like I didn't want to be mm -hmm. hoping I got a message or looking constantly so i was like really avidly trying to i was like not picking up my phone a lot and now i am yeah. in communication with him regularly and i find i'm just like glued to it it's disgusting it sounds like an anxious attachment to your phone then oh who knew you could be anxiously attached to your fucking phone well i'm not gonna get into it but you know what i feel about this oh about my phone or to this person yeah but it's the same to me oh <laughs> The phone and the... Hallie's gonna judge me. She's judging I'm not judging. Me. I'm not judging. 
I am analyzing without any judgment. I also feel like I, maybe this has to do with the end of the year vibes because I also just feel like derailed from like routine right now. Yeah. And I feel like I have weird habits as well, like that I don't like. And I was just thinking about it today because I was like, okay, I need to get back into my yoga again. Yeah. I need to get back into just everything I was doing before. And I just feel like very derailed. And I feel like kind of like a weird, not anxiety, but maybe it's like a weird anxiety, like of just end of year vibes. Ali, I'm literally in your energy. Like I'm feeling. I can't yeah. I, that that's like that weird I'm feeling so weird like it's not good it's not horrible it's not like I'm like super bad but it's like I feel yeah. this anxiousness of like the end is coming I mean <laughs> not the end is coming my god okay that's not anxious then yeah sorry that? I mean not the end is coming but like knowing like the end of the year is coming yeah feeling like an- anxious about maybe I don't know, not knowing what's ahead, you know, yeah. like in some ways feeling like I'm excited about stuff that we're doing together. Yeah. But then it's like those are like moments when I'm focused on it. But then I, when I'm consciously aware of the time that we have left of the year, I feel very anxious and I'm kind of like, am I in the right spot where I, I kind of feel untethered, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. imagine um, what's that movie with uh, Sandra Bullock and she's in space and her cord. Is that Interstellar? Uh no, I think Interstellar is with Bradley Cooper, right? Gravity. Gravity. I feel like her when her cord gets cut and she's just kind of slowly moving in the ether and it's like, fuck. I, I, that's literally how the inside of me feels. And it's a, it's a weird feeling because I feel like the summer and just all the stuff that we were doing with like, like the artist way, which we stopped doing and yeah. I'm trying to pick back up. I finally did morning pages yesterday. Nice. Um, I just feel less grounded in same what I'm doing and and like I don't know I feel nervous. Do you feel that? I literally have been feeling that all like honestly probably like a week for sure. Maybe yeah. two weeks of just like not centered at all. Yeah. And I definitely have been doom scrolling more than normal. I actually just got the notification today that my thing was up like whatever 10% or something. Okay. And I was like, "Oh, great. I need to turn that off because that just made me more anxious about my behavior." <laughs> like Oh my I don't gosh. Need to know my, I don't that's none of my business. Yeah. <laughs> Allie really takes ignorance is bliss to another level. Honestly though, I saw this girl the other day and she was like she was like, honestly, I was happier before I started reading self help books. And I'm like, that's how I feel. I'm like, I don't need to know this. I mean, that was some random girl. I feel better. I don't think that's true. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, I feel lighter and like happier and just like whatever when I'm not overanalyzing everything. Overanalyzing, yes. That's not good, but when you analyze yourself, you have an understanding. And so it feels if like I could go a day ahead yeah, and be like, oh, I know why I felt so weird in this moment and I know what I can do. It gives you that sense of control back. True. I think that self-help is in the crux of the moment. It's kind of oof, like this is overwhelming, but it's uncomfortable. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. But then you feel like I have actions. So when it lasts so long, you just feel uncomfortable all the time. Well, I am definitely I'm ignorance is bliss kind of girly. I know, but maybe that's your toxic trait. Probably, <laughs> honestly, probably. Honestly, let's be for real, yes. You know? Weird. Weird that we both are feeling that. I wonder if, if listeners are listening. <laughs> Can you guys tell us if you're feeling this way? So it's like, what, the first week of November? It's the weekend. Do you guys feel this way? Are you feeling weird? Is everyone feeling... Are you feeling good? Is there like a shift in the planets or something? Because like maybe that's what it is. If there's like a shift in energies in the start, we need to look that up after this also. And then I also going to look up like actions to take to feel more 
centered and like grounded and whatever oh i forgot to tell you my uh, like weekly update things that i'm gonna go to like a mountain house with my friends in a couple oh. of weekends so i'm like that will hopefully make me feel like so cute just for fun that's like your favorite thing yeah i know i'm so excited oh my gosh look ali gets to live out her favorite thing we're gonna be playing like board games and stuff so fun that's so cute yeah so hopefully that will make me feel grounded also just being like off the grid not off the grid but you know We'll be on the grid. I'm sure we'll all be Instagramming, but... You know, it's funny. I feel like... I feel... Okay, I don't know. This is my theory, basically. Because I'm... Even just you saying you feel like that experience is going to kind of ground you and make you feel good. I kind of can understand that. And then it made me think this. This is my theory, okay? So go with me here. Okay. But my theory is, what if we're so... We have so much pressure on ourselves to, like be in a space be in a place and also i think i think you and i we want certain things from our life that we're maybe right now a little bit reflective on in the sense that we are really necessarily where we want to be or we don't have all the things that we want or thought we would have by this point whether that's like Mm -hmm. the relationship that we desire you know, security in, I don't know, our job space, like really content and happy and fulfilled. Yeah. I feel like you and I are in a very transient. Yeah. Like transitionary period of our lives right now in this moment. And it feels kind of like it isn't comfortable, actually. Yeah. We are people who seek out, you know, happiness. We, we seek out fun adventures, friends, like we seek out things. And so that allows us to feel fulfilled as much as we can be in the moment Uh it is slightly uncomfortable so we're kind of like putting band-aids right all like year long every day like oh you know i'm not happy in this Uh i don't know whatever it's like i'm not happy in this job but like oh band-aid i had this really good moment or band-aid i had this fun time with my friend i don't know where you're going with this i'm sorry for interrupting but i feel like that's like important to put band-aids on it i think it's right that we put these band-aids on because i think we're meant to really embrace the moment every single moment that we have like we only have the now and we can we and we should Uh along our journeys like everything is like up and down you know what i mean like happiness isn't like uh an end state it's constantly a flow everything is evolving sometimes things are good sometimes things are bad so we have to embrace it but i feel like like genuinely and a lot of people i know it's like not just us are going through a lot of transition like look at all the celebrities breaking up look at all the change like people are really being forced to look at themselves what they want and who they show up as like all these different things and i feel like it is uncomfortable so we forget that we're in an uncomfortable state because we are able to find so many things so many small things that bring us joy that like when we have these slow down moments where it's like where you can reflect on it yeah like you have a second to be like okay shit now i i'm like the summer's over and i'm not ha- traveling so now i'm just here yeah or you know i'm not going to be going for another month and a half home so i have just this weird period yeah and it feels uncomfortable it's like you're kind of coming back into your body like like we like sh- we like slung shot ourselves kind of imagine that like a slingshot where the rubber band goes back and it slaps back on itself we're kind of coming back into our bodies like oh whoa <laughs> oh yeah like i forgot i'm kind of in a an uncomfortable space that i'm not entirely happy with but i'm transitioning like it's it's like a necessary process we are in our goo state of the caterpillar okay we are gooing right now and we're like aware of the goo yeah 
you know? So maybe it's that, that we're kind of like... When we were settled. It's these moments where we have that slowdown. To like reflect, yeah. When it just slows down, not even settled, because I yeah. don't think we're settled, but it's like, it slows down enough. When you have all these things you're going to do, when you go to the mountains or when you have your parties or when you're in the flow, you don't even think about it. You're just like going every weekend. You have like five plans. You don't stop to think. But it's this moment that you're kind of like, oh, I feel uncomfortable. Whoa. And then you're thinking, wow, there's stuff I still got to work on. Yeah. Wow, there's so much still ahead I got to do. And that kind of can feel overwhelming and kind of emotional, but it's meant to because we're we're like forming new things. We're becoming new people. We're evolving. We're like dying to old ways in in a certain sense. So we're kind of like, I don't know if this is true, but you know how when people say you have like a near-death experience no not a near-death but like when people die quote-unquote or oh i said it <laughs> quote-unquote i did it too <laughs> um i thought it was just you so oops yay yeah you know when people say like the, their life when they die before their eyes and it like time slows uh-huh. and then they come back into their body and they're like oh shit now like you know this is really happening i feel like we're that's like kind of what we do is we like project to just like, ooh, I have this trip in five months. Yay. Like, I'm thinking all those things already. Or So we're, you're not really present. Yeah. So then in, in this moment, we're like, we're just we're just very aware of where we are at this moment in time on yeah. Earth as ourselves and what what's still to be done that feels emotional. Yeah. And like overwhelming maybe sometimes. So that's my theory. I don't- yeah, I, I see it. I see it. And it kind of like you said something before about just finding things that bring you joy. And it reminds me, like, there was this thing that also that, like, Oprah said, like, that she's like, but, like, yeah, those, the sum of all those little joyful moments is, like, what contributes to, like, happiness overall. Like, that true happiness. Like, yeah. like happiness is a state of being and joy are, like, moments. Like, that moment brought me joy or this thing brings me joy. But, like, happiness is a state. You ask someone, like, are you happy as a being, right? To be happy overall, it's, like, a sum of lots of little parts of your life. So, it's, like, yeah, you have to do things every day that make you happy like or bring you joy like today i bought a mug from zara and i was like oh it's so pretty it's like glass and it feels fancy like oh a glass mug like oh so cute and so i'm like okay it brings me happiness i'm having a tea out of my glass mug and i'm like okay cute like yeah it looks pretty now i feel like good in this moment like it's like the little things you know and so i so you can see it as masking as well but it's also like leads to like the sum of like your whole life of feeling like content you know the sum of all its parts basically yeah, in no way, in no way did I mean like that that's bad or that that's not part of like that's not what we should be doing. That is life. Like all these moments, good, bad, little interactions that we have with people, that is that is life. If we were to try to like analyze why we feel in a weird space, I feel like it is can I like liken this too? It's like maybe like a pregnancy, let's say. You you know you have like nine months. Maybe like as the days leading up to like right before you have to give birth you feel like a bit of anxiety you know there's something really hard your body's about to go through your body is transitioning like if you literally take a second to slow down you'd be like whoa my bot my my stomach has grown this big and my this hurts and that hurts and I can't move and like you start to feel like the truth of what's going on which is like a life is growing inside of you and your body is your hormones are all over the place of like all these things and then you're about to go through this like some for some people traumatic experience to give birth when throughout the whole thing you're like planning for the nursery and you're painting and you're having a baby shower and you're doing like all these fun things but like maybe right before there's that anxiety that moment where you're like oh shit like everything's gonna change the moment 
that like this trial comes out, my life is never the same again. And I almost feel like yeah, that's kind of what we're growing through because I do feel like we are in this transition of some some real transitory ways in which like we want to be living. And so it like feels exciting. It feels scary. It feels unknown. Our bodies know something. No, I get you. I feel it. That reminded me also of something I was thinking of this week, which was about about my body. I have been a notorious dieter for, I don't know if I've ever said, I've probably said this on the podcast. Like I used to do just crazy diets. I do juice cleanses. I've done keto. I've done so many different things. And I lost like like, like a nice amount of weight doing some juice cleanses around my birthday at the beginning of this year, like in April. When I went going through the breakup, I kind of was just ended up going backwards and kind of being like, don't give a fuck. I'm going to make myself feel happy. I'm not focusing on this right now. And slowly but surely over trips, over um, just like not cooking for, I think, three to four months, literally. Oh I would literally eat out every single meal or order in or something. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, it was very crazy. Not not even like necessarily always unhealthy, but just like stack that up over time. That's not, you know, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gained some weight back. I just was thinking, I know I need to get on this journey and I'm and I'm like trying to be very focused and, and I know I need to lose weight. But the idea that it's it's so challenging on the journey. Like I want to just get to the point where I look the way that I feel, yeah. that I know I feel good in, that I can wear the clothes I want to wear. But I realize like I have to love my body at every stage. I can't be stressed in this moment, you know, and I was just thinking about that. I feel like a lot of times we want to be somewhere. So yeah. I feel like this ties it actually very well in, in a in a kind of like an ex- existential wider way. I feel like a lot of people really want to get to the place that they want to get to. But we are so not happy with sometimes where we're at that we either can sabotage where we're going or self-negative talk, self-doubt, sometimes sabotage just like the time it takes to get to that end place because we're so not happy with where we are mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm trying to like you know instead of being like frustrated that I can't go into my closet and wear anything I want out of it because it doesn't all fit me instead I'm like okay let me just not focus on myself focus on where I'm at let me just put on some clothes that I feel like good in, decent in let me not focus on that and let me just like stay focused on the end goal, how I want to treat myself, how I want to like um, respect my body, yeah. you know? And so I just thought that was, it's it's just interesting that people struggle so much with loving like where we are. You beat yourself up over the fact that you're not at the end goal. You know what I mean? So it's like hard because you're like, oh, you don't have like you don't find a way to value yourself unless you're at the end goal. It's like, well, I'm worthless unless I'm making whatever the amount of money you want to make a year or the couple you want to be in or like this like dream life. And you're like, if it's this or nothing. Right. So then you you just put so much pressure on yourself to be like anything between this and the end goal is just pathetic. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's not the end goal. So I didn't make it. So I'm a failure. And it's like, no, like progress is still admirable. It's just kind of human nature in a sense to beat yourself up. I don't know what the solution is to that. Is there anything that you do in those moments that you that help you? Honestly, it's something I struggle with as well. You, you start to self-sabotage. You're like, well, I'm not, I can't do it anyway because I haven't made it. So what's the use in trying? 
it's kind of like about like finding value in the journey. Yeah. This is like a way to relate it back to like entrepreneurialism. Mm. If you listen to like entrepreneurs, they always say like all the value is in the journey. All of them say like once they reach it to the end, they're like, okay, now what's next? Because they don't, the end is not actually doesn't bring them value. Or it's not as fulfilling. No, it's not. And so if you look at like all these successful people, they all enjoy the journey more than the end result. Because mm. then once they reach the end, they're like, okay, it's over now. I need to start again. So I think it's like, I mean, that was kind of like philosophical and I don't know how to apply that to di- to dieting, so to speak, but it's like finding joy in the journey, you know, somehow. I think it relates in that like when I've been like my smallest, I still felt like I had so much I needed to do. Oh my God, me too. When I've been my smallest too, you, you still feel like, oh, it's not perfect. Yeah. I think that's the point is I know in my head, okay, you are, I have like a decent amount of weight I have to lose. And that already feels like a, like a mammoth of a task, uh-huh. but I know I can get there because I've been there. And once I get there, I'm sure I'm going to be like, I'm going to have those moments where I still am like, oh my God, I'm bloated, but I'm 40 pounds lighter. Yeah. I think that's part of it is knowing if you can love yourself in every moment, if you can love who you are, who you show up as and know that you're on a journey that's kind of never ending, then it doesn't really matter where you get to. Yeah. Because I feel like everyone is, especially weight and stuff is... Most people like go up and down, whether that's like yeah. summer body or winter body or like even just, if it's yeah. a couple pounds, it's always like, okay, now I need to do this or now I need to do that instead of just like, oh my God, yes, my body allowed me to do that. Yeah. I think my whole entire adult life, I've, I've like fluctuated just naturally between two pant sizes, so to speak as well. You know what I mean? So it's like- It's, not, it's natural, basically. Yeah. Just it's like finding peace in where you're at. Well, my tip is um, get some really comfy, stretchy pants. <laughs> you can really trick yourself into anything with that. Yes. And get rid of mirrors because I think you'll be happier, honestly. Oh, well, I can never get rid of my mirrors. Yeah. No, me neither. I, I, if there's a mirror, I'm looking into it, which is like not oh vanity, but I don't know what it is. What is it then? Maybe it's vanity. Yeah. I'm like, what is it then? But it's not like I'm, I'm not necessarily like, oh, look at me. I think curiosity of the self. What do I look like and what do people see? You know, yeah, how do people perceive me? Yeah, I think it's really fascinating, actually. That's why when I cry, I like to look in the mirror. <laughs> oh, my God, this girl. Honestly, my like my ex, he literally always would tease me when I'd cry. He's like, you're looking in the mirror, aren't you? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that is so funny because it's just interesting to see yourself emotional and like and, and when you feel a lot of pain to want to see like, what does that look like? I don't know. Oh, I definitely don't want to see it. Ignorance is bliss. I feel like we should wrap this episode because it's getting long. But I have one fun thing that I want to just like, it's kind of random. It's actually, it's not even like a fun thing, but I'm just going to say it. The other day I was on my phone and I was going through all my photos, I guess. Yeah. And you know how like iPhone will put it into different albums. And so I was looking at the screenshots one because I never go back. Like I'll always take a screenshot and then I'll never go back to them. Like, do you ever do that? Do you take a lot of screenshots or no? Dude, I take so many screenshots and then I always try to find them and I can't. Wait, how many do you have? Um, wait, let's hold on. 9,378. What? I have 3,160 and I thought that was a lot. How many, how many photos do you have in total on your phone? Um, 92,664. 92,000. What the heck? Wait, Go to the top and what is your first picture? What year is your first picture from? What are you taking pictures of? I thought you were like, you don't even post that many pictures. That's why I'm like, but I have a lot in my role. My first one's from 2014. Same. Well, technically 2013 Munich. It's the video of me crying. That's so funny. Okay. So tell me what are the majority of your screenshots of though? Like you don't have to say exactly, but like what things are you screenshotting? 
Like, I'll tell you mine. Okay, yeah, tell me yours. Mine are mostly, like, people's stories. Like, just, like, either, like, recipes, restaurants I want to visit eventually, business ideas that I have, clothes. Oh, clothes? Yeah, a lot of business stuff. And they're, like, friend- funny things for my friends. What about you? Mine are, like, recipes, makeup my home screen or like any like like a new like a time that i like notice like 11 11 make a wish yeah um things i'm like researching or like looking up on google how often do you go back to yours i feel like i take screenshots and i never go back i go back when i know i'm looking for something that i knew i took it for a reason of okay oh also hairstyles and stuff or color hair colors and stuff like that i'll do like screenshots of instagram things um there's a lot of nails there's like people in FaceTiming or like my boyfriend. Yes. Yeah. Workout stuff, positions of workouts. There's so many weird ones. Let me see if I can like scroll to the first. You have like outfits, like girls' outfits inspo. Some of it makes me sad. It's a memory. It's like a portal into the past. Well, so this is the thing because I obviously, as as I just tell, told you my amount on my album, I like don't go back to delete. So I have like, yeah. and you know me, I take a lot of like, when I when I take Instagram pictures, I take like multiples of them. Also, look how nice my butt looks, even though I'm fat. That's recently. That was like two days ago. Tuesday. It's I I just love it because you know I'm I'm nostalgic. I love memories, so I just like love going back to look at old pictures, old group chats. Yeah, it was so funny. Like on WhatsApp, like if you go to the person's contact, you can see how many group chats you have in common with someone, right? Oh, really? And oh, that's interesting. I, yeah, and I never leave a group chat just like for the memory's sake. Oh. So I, the other day, and Gabby's also like that. One of my good friends, Gabby, she's also like that. And so I went to her contact to see how many groups we had in common. 47 groups in common oh, because it's all stop. from the past. But it's so fun to look back and be like, oh, that was like a group we created for this one event. Like, oh, remember that time? I don't know. I just love it. That's like, too many. It's that so is a cute. Lot. How do you see that? Wait, I, I want to know. You go to the contact of the person, like to their profile on there, basically. And then you go down and it says like, groups in common. Oh my gosh, I'm in 12 with one of my friends. Wow. Yeah, that's, but it's so fun. It's so cute to like just look back and be like, oh yeah, we did that thing, like that trip. We have the group from that trip and then all the photos are like saved in there and like the inside yeah. jokes. Wait, I did not know that existed. That's crazy. Fun little uh, activity to do with your friend is go look at your guys' history and all the memes that you guys have. Yeah, that's very cute. Follow me for more nostalgic tips, guys, because I'm here for all the nostalgia vibes. We should have like every, every episode like a nostalgic tip. You know, what's funny is um, I, I think about like, because when I went home, I, I briefly was looking at some of the journals that I do have. And there are some people and some names or like circumstances I can't remember. Oh, oh my gosh. This was the topic I wanted to talk about today, but I feel like it's going to get deep. So I'm going to save it for another for next week's episode. Yes, let's save it. Let's piggyback off of that next week about memories, because I have a thing about that to say. Yeah, because I think it's really interesting. So I think we could definitely do like a lengthy piece on this next episode. Okay, I'm down. So I think we had a great 10th episode, right? I think it was fabulous. Actually, it covered things I didn't intend. And I actually enjoyed it more than I thought because I was kind of in a moody. I was in like a moody space before we got on this call. I was like not feeling good. No, I feel better. Yes. So, guys, the moral of the story, then get on a phone call with your friend if you're feeling in a funk and you'll be out of it. Yeah, boy. Anyways, guys, so thanks for listening to another episode of Pretty Sure Never Clueless. Where you can hopefully (laughs) follow us on our Instagrams if they ever get up. 
A final tidbit, what, uh, what's one thing you're looking forward to next week or this coming week? Oh, I'm going to a sherry tasting to taste sherry wines. Wow, that's so specific. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. What about you? Friday and Saturday, I have my friend's 30th birthday, which I'm super excited. We're doing like a paint and sip and then dinner. Uh, the next day, I my friend is having like a little Diwali party. Uh, we're so looking forward to just having some friend time. Honestly, I just like need to see friends. That's kind of like the mood I'm in right now. Yay. Well, amazing. We'll see you guys next week back here. Don't forget to subscribe. Follow us. Please like let us know what you think about our show in the comments. Like if you can say anything, if you hate us or love us, we want to know. What What do you... Please don't hate us. I can't with that. I'm too... Send those comments to Jordan if you hate us because I can't deal with that. <laughs> yeah, you can send it to me, but at least tell us if there's stuff you, you're really liking or you want more of. Or if you have any thoughts on, you know, some interesting topics you are thinking about. Or in the questions on Spotify even. Yeah, please, please um, hit us up, guys. Uh, we will see you next week. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.